Beat of my drum entertainment. This is Jay Mendez, and you're listening to the beat of my drum. This is part one in the Scary Story series. The story begins with a house that was built in 1926. The house is on the corner of Fourth and Pearson in Italia, Texas. It is a wooden house surrounded by palm trees and oak. Yes, palm trees. The trees are a staple of the town, and they were brought by Frederick Pearson. There also was a high-end hotel that was built to bring people from all over and stay in the growing area. It was almost promised that Natalia would one day be an affluent city, but the town is cursed. It started with the town being named and spelled incorrectly. The name should have been Natalie, who was the daughter of Mr. Pearson. He was an engineer that helped build the Medina Dam just north of the town. Natalie moved to England, barely even knowing that the town was named after her. She never got to come to visit Natalia, Dr. Pearson was with his wife in 1915. He was traveling back to England to visit his daughter and do some business. However, the ship that they were on was torpedoed and they lost their lives off the coast of England. It was a tragic end for 1,962 passengers. This event propelled us into World War I. The house was built 10 years later on 4th and Pearson. I moved there when I was about 10 years old. Before I had moved there, I heard stories about the house. I was told there was an old lady who haunted that house, which explains why it had been vacant for many years. My friend told me that his uncle went up there to look at it, potentially to buy it because the price was so appealing. The house had been on the market for many years. He had told me one time his uncle went to look at the house. He walked inside by himself because there was no locked doors. He approached the hardwood stairs with the white spokes. Before he took his first step, he saw a lady at the top of the stairs looking down at him. He ran out of there so fast and never looked back. The house was still vacant. It's a hundred years old, so there's a lot of history a lot of folklore, 
and a lot of energy passed around. It had four identical rooms on the first and second floor. The guest house was the same, upstairs and downstairs. It's been said that there was always going to be an old lady there walking the house, taking care of her property. And her name is Miss Goldenberg. When I moved into that house, there were many family pictures still left there, many German artifacts left behind. It was almost as if they had just moved out. Looking on the photos, the timestamps, we're talking 30 to 40 year old photos. I had the upstairs bedroom and the first few nights I was terrified to stay there due to the stories I had already heard. I just, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think. I couldn't close my eyes without the fear of knowing that there was a spirit walking around. After a few weeks, I finally settled in and began to like the environment. It was on a big house, big property, and it was so close to all of my friends. As soon as I began to get comfortable, things began to change. There was something. And the first time I heard something, I began to worry. I was downstairs, nobody was home, and I heard running upstairs. Running as if someone ran in the door and was running around looking for something. I was frightened. As a young kid, I thought we were being robbed. It had happened many years before, so I was still traumatized about the experience. I went upstairs to check if anyone was there. Minutes later, no one in sight. One night, my best friend stayed over. It was a bitter cold December night. We didn't have central heat, didn't have insulation in the guest house, and it was freezing cold. All of a sudden, he pops off the couch and says, Jump, jump, what is it? Jump, jump. I said, Man, you gotta calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. He then looks outside, stares at the door, opens the door. walks down the outdoor stairs and walks home in the middle of the night. He had a terrified look in his eyes, so I thought he was sleepwalking. That was the last time he had spent the night. This became a normal thing 
At times, we can hear people walking up the stairs, walking down the stairs. And it was always as, as if it was only when I was home alone or my sister was home alone or my parents were alone. So I was thinking this could all be in our head. One summer, we went to visit my aunt, who lives in Hawaii. We were gone for about seven days. During that time we were gone, we had a family friend watch the house. My dad paid him just to hang out at the house, on the deck, and let him smoke his cigarettes. We even offered him a room. Because there were so many rooms, it was no problem. There was a guest bed, a closet, a shower, a restroom. We said, house is yours, just watch over it. He promised he would. When we returned, we asked him how it was. He said with a serious face, stone cold, and said, there's a lady here. He stayed for only one night because one night while he was on the porch, he lit up a cigarette, found a comfortable spot, felt the breeze in the air. Next, he heard the sounds of heels walking on the wooden floor. He knew he wasn't hearing something. The heels began to get louder and louder and louder as if it was going to walk outside to get him on the deck. He popped out of his chair, sprinted down the stairs, and walked all the way home. As the story goes, a family lived at the house on Pearson in the 70s. The young parents had two daughters by the name of Mary Elizabeth and Katie Ann. They lived in the big house because they loved the school and it was close to the father's job in nearby Divine. They did not have operable plumbing back then, so they used the outhouse for their restroom in the back of the property. One night, Mary Elizabeth walked her younger sister outside to use the restroom. She waited for Katie Ann while she was using the restroom. This time was odd because she was waiting for her for about five minutes. She got impatient and began calling her name. Katie Ann, Katie Ann, hurry up. What are you doing in there? She did not get a response. She heard her sister having a conversation with someone.
All I wanted to do was play with you. Please come and play with me. I am so lonely. You're not afraid of the dark, are you? Don't be afraid. Come with me. I will show you where I play hide and seek. Do you want to play hide and seek? Mary Beth then shouted, Who are you talking to? And Katie Ann said, Mrs. Goldenberg, she doesn't like you. I was able to track down Mary Beth and ask her about the house. She was reluctant to talk about it, but she wanted to give her side of the story before I released the podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Mary Elizabeth, and these are the stories that I experienced while living in that house on Pearson. One morning, around 8 o'clock, I walk home from my friend's house, who lived a block away. As I enter the front door, my mom's cooking breakfast, and my dad's sitting at the kitchen table, reading the newspaper like he always did. They look at me confused, and my dad asks, Where are you coming from? I said, I'm coming from Sarah's house. He said, We thought you were in your room. I said, No. He said, We heard you running up the stairs this morning and closed the door behind you. No, Dad, I'm just getting home. He said, Well, if it wasn't you, then who was it? He goes upstairs to check my room. There's not a soul in sight. Not a single sound. And that was one of the many times they heard children running footsteps walking up the stairs and laughing. One night I was sleeping in my bed and it was a cold winter night. I remember being awakened by shrugging and shaking of my shoulder. I open my eyes and it's my sister and she looks very angry. I ask her, what's wrong, what's going on? She tells me, you better cut your crap out right now. I said, what are you talking about? She tells me, if you keep pulling my leg, I'm going to kick you hard next time. She turns around and walks out of my room. It wasn't me who was pulling her leg. I know for a fact it wasn't my parents either. They never played jokes on us like that. Who was pulling my sister's leg at night? I don't know, but this happened on two occasions. I stayed up that night scared. I couldn't sleep. One evening, me and my parents get home from having dinner. My sister is staying at a friend's house. I go in my room and I put on my pajamas and get ready for bed. As I lay there falling asleep, I start to hear a weird noise. And it's like flickering from my ceiling fan. I want, I said to myself, what is that noise? I try to ignore it and I close my eyes again. 
All of a sudden, I start to feel creepy crawlies up my legs and up my arms, all over my body. I jump out of bed and turn on the light. I wasn't prepared to see what I saw that day. There were thousands of bugs flying around my room, and they surrounded the walls, my floors, they were on top of my bed, they were crawling out of my pillowcase. I screamed at the top of my lungs, and my parents come to my room. They stood there in shock, and my mom, she's completely frightened by what she sees. She runs to my window and opens it to try to get the bugs out, but there were thousands, and they weren't going out. We run downstairs, and my dad tries to look outside of my room to see if there's a hole in the wall or something that can explain why the bugs were in my room, and they weren't anywhere else in the house. We go with him, and five minutes later, we head back to my room. When we open the door, there were no bugs in sight. It's like they completely disappeared. There was not one bug left. After that day, we didn't see any. We never spoke about it. And to this day, we still don't speak about it. This is the first time I tell that story. Looking back, I know that there was an evil presence there that night. It was almost as if it was intended to happen, like a witchcraft. Move out day was the scariest day of my life. It was an October evening. It was gloomy outside, the sun wasn't out. My parents and I are getting ready to leave, but I go back to my room to get a few things that I left behind. I take one last good look at my room, and I close the door. As I'm walking downstairs, I hear something. Psst! I turn around and I gasp. My body freezes and I'm unable to move. My eyes are huge because they cannot believe what they're seeing. There is an old lady standing at the top of the staircase looking down on me. Her eyes are gray with film over them. Her hair is gray and messy. She's smiling with red lipstick. She's wearing a white dress, hunchback. Her head is tilted to the side a little bit and she's just staring at me smiling. What seemed like 10 minutes was only a few seconds. I'm still unable to move. And she looks at me and tells me, Don't ever come back again! That wraps up part one in the Scary Story series. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook under at the beat of my drum. Talk to you soon and remember, always march the beat of, the beat of, of your own drum. <laughs>